0: Alright, you all, right, y'all. you need to come and listen to The Sci Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So, again, this is Axel, The Sci Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci Files.
1: From an undisclosed location directly into your earbuds, the plot was prepared
0: proudly for the second long tag team power hour We're with your host, Ryan
2: road. and Stone Rose. <laughs>
0: Uh, this is Joe Redman TV, the Saga Hypocrisy and Scuba Steve Football Power Hour. <laughs> football Power Hour? Uh, football this Football steroids, steroids hour! Generally, <laughs> we'll be talking about a lot of sports stuff, mixed in with maybe a little bit of wrestling We from won't time be to talking, time. we'll be bitching. But uh, tonight, we're going to start our podcast off with a, a little bit of a recap of the Cleveland Browns finally ending a 635-day losing streak. Getting a win, week three, uh, on Thursday Night Football against the Jets. Uh, With the
1: blackest white guy that ever lived. (laughs) I actually did watch
0: this game, and uh, it started out Tyrod Taylor getting injured, and uh, in came uh, Baker Mayfield, and uh, there's a reason why he was the number one pick, ladies and gentlemen, and a lot of us were sleeping on him, but that kid has a lot of talent. What do you think of Baker Mayfield, Stoddrow?
1: He's the next LeBron James for
0: Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they like but to say about you every can, you year.
1: Can, you can win one game and be like, oh, put him on the board.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs to take up LeBron's spot. He's the witness. We're witnessing greatness in Baker Mayfield here. Yeah, uh, I know. Now, well, greatness, really? He beat the fucking Jets. Okay? Yes, but but let's be <laughs> real here. The The Cleveland Browns uh, could easily be 3-0 right now. Could easily. They be. tied the Steelers in week one. And... Uh, Took the fucking Saints to the limit. Exactly. So, I mean, they're really a couple of possessions away from being a 3 0 team. Uh, They don't get a lot of respect because they've been a losing team, but they did make a lot of key moves this offseason to bring in some talent. They brought in Jarvis Landry, who's. Yeah, give their best wide receiver
1: to the fucking goddamn Patriots for a fifth round pick. Fuck off.
0: Well, let's look at it this way, Stavro. The best wide receiver, but how many games has he played in the last two or three years. Oh, don't worry. The Patriots are going to get Le'Veon Bell for a fifth-round pick, too. That's not going to happen, Stavro. Pittsburgh Steelers are not giving up Le'Veon Bell for a fifth pick. There's no way. Let Uh, me get a fifth pick back for the best running back out of the back. Speaking of the Patriots,
1: they have back-to-back double-digit losses for the first time since 1995. First time back-to-back losses since 2002.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Dynasties, they're not made to last forever. And a lot of people... You sold your soul like Tom Brady. A lot of people will say that the Patriots, they uh, they will figure it out. But uh, I have my doubts this year, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I believe their secondary needs a lot of help. Uh, they're giving up a lot of passes, 10, 15 yards down the field. And when you do that... It becomes a lot harder on your defense to make a stop, keep them off the board. The other reason is they've had a lot of injuries and a lot of turnover at the wide receiver positions.
1: And a lot of steroid use and suspensions.
0: Sure, there's a lot, a lot of bad stuff going on with the Patriots. We know that there always has been. There's been deflate gate, and there's been other issues that have popped up. Uh, but Tom Brady getting old. Tom Brady is 41 years old, and he is... By far, in my not opinion... Not making the
1: passes. He used to. Did you see that interception?
0: I did. I've, I, I'm i not going to sit here and apologize for Tom Brady, but I feel like he could be better than he is. But I also feel like with the wide receivers that they have and the lack of... All their, you have
1: to do is take out Gronk and
0: know, <coughs> and, and the lack of a good running back that can come out of the backfield, catch a pass in the flats, or uh, a slot receiver that can come over the middle quickly to get one of those less than two-second out-of-Tom-Brady-hands passes... If you look at the last game, he was sacked multiple times, and there was times where he held the ball for as much as almost seven seconds after the hike. Uh, when you manipulate the pocket for that long, eventually, you know, eventually one of those D linemen is going to get through, and they're, they're going to get to you. Uh, the Jaguars shut him down in week two. We all saw that coming. The Jaguars and have. And then they lose have, to
1: the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Well, look. Or okay. no, the Minnesota lost to the Bills. They lost to the Tennessee Titans 9-6. to No no team scored a touchdown in that game. It was a defensive battle. Blake Bortles had a terrible game. Um, Mariota, most likely. For the Jaguars Bortles. to be great, they need Bortles to be mediocre. At <laughs> least average. He needs to be mediocre. That's all he needs he to be. Needs he needs to manage the game. That's it.
1: His defense can win it for him every time. But Bortles, they don't call him Saxonville for no reason.
0: Bortles gets happy feet. He tries to manipulate the pocket or run out of the pocket a little bit too much, in my opinion. He needs to uh, focus on hitting his, his different uh, options on his plays, and he needs to make a quick decision. And if he can't do that, then they've got to find a way to get uh, Leonard Fournette back on the field. Uh, and, and I believe uh, with him being able to run the ball effectively, Jacksonville is one of the scariest teams in the ASC right now. And that's a kind of crazy thing to say, but I I wouldn't doubt to see them in the Super Bowl this year. I oh, yeah, might have to. Defense wins championships and the Jacksonville Jaguars have an amazing defense. Wow. Calais Campbell coming over uh, last season was a was a it's huge from the
1: Lord, the Cardinals? Yeah, it
0: was a huge pickup for him. You know, when you have the ability to get pressure on the quarterback with only four guys. Yeah. With only four guys, and you got you're getting pressure in there, and and you're able to drop your other seven guys back in coverage, it creates a host of problems for the team that's trying to, you know, play offense against that defense. So, uh, Jacksonville looks like a team to me that is legit. Uh, another guy I want to talk a little bit about, uh. The Kansas City Chiefs, they play the 49ers. Oh my
1: fucking God, Lynn has a hell
0: of a fucking team. And Lynn is a lucky, lucky man. If you're a Chief fan right now... Watch out for the fucking Chiefs, dude. It's a great time to be a Chief fan right now. They have so many, so many weapons on offense. Like
1: that kid, it may be his first year in the league, but he's got Andy Reid as a coach.
0: The problem that I see for Kansas City coming up, though, is in the playoffs, the games tend, tend to slow down. And become more of a defensive battle and right now i think if they, I have, think a if they lead, have a weakness the first
1: week, that kid is going to be so prepared
0: yeah but i think the weakness of that team is on the defensive side of the ball it's definitely not with pat mahomes uh 13 touchdown passes in his first three games of the season is an amazing total um especially from a guy who's just making his first starts you know it's it's a pretty amazing feat to see him, but with weapons like they have, you got Kelsey. Plus he got like
1: thirteen touchdowns yeah. in the first three games.
0: And you got thunder and lightning in those two small guy receivers and Tyron Hill. T- t- and it's just amazing to see that kid get out in space. Mm. You, there's no one out there that can catch Watkins. him. Watkins. Watkins just caught his first touchdown pass of the year. He's uh, thrown touchdowns
1: if, to like nine different wide receivers. If you too.
0: have as many options as he does. It's no surprise to me that a guy like Sammy Watkins only ends up Dude, he
1: reminds me so much of Brett Favre and fucking Aaron Rodgers. It's ridiculous.
0: He has the arm strength of an Aaron Rodgers. He has the running ability of a young Mariota, Kaepernick-style, sort of able to extend plays. Reminds me a little bit of Russell Wilson, only a little bit taller, a little bit better arm. Uh, He can just manipulate, maneuver around. He had a play this, this, uh, this last week against the 49ers where he... Hikes the ball and he sort of, kind of runs out to the right, reverses field back to the left, throws off one foot and just absolutely nails the target. What is that,
1: dude? He's fucking so accurate off that back foot.
0: Well, the thing is, and uh, you're taught not to throw like that. Well, if you're if you got receivers like they have and you can get the ball where it needs to be, they're gonna go up and they're gonna get that. So, you know that that was another game where. I thought was worthy of mentioning, and another player that to look out for an up and coming quarterback who looks like he's going to be able to do a lot, a lot of things this year. Uh, another team I want to kind of talk. No, about. No
1: wait, 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 wait. Hey Nikki, uh, where's your new
0: Jesus? Oh, that's um, right, he's injured. Um, I forgot. I forgot to mention the best part that happened in that game. Jimmy Garoppolo goes down on a non-contact injury trying to extend a play and get a couple extra yards. Jimmy G. If you hear this, go out of bounds, bro. Don't do that. So, anyways, the next game that I want to talk a little bit about is probably going to make Stavro upset, and that's the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Uh, That was no game. That was a fucking joke. You got the 1-1 Cowboys coming in. You got an 0-2 Seahawks coming in. It's a home opener for the Seahawks. They've won uh, seven straight home openers. So, to me, it was a little bit predictable what was going to happen. Neither team really played great. Neither team really played bad. It was just one of those kind of ho hum. When you throw games. two
1: interceptions and a running back fumbles, that you ain't gonna fucking win shit.
0: He's not wrong, folks. Turnovers kill teams. Turnovers do. Yeah, kill not
1: teams. being able to throw down the fucking field because you have no fucking decent wide receivers.
0: <coughs> okay, another another surprise of this weekend was the lowly Bills, who looked like absolute trash against the Ravens in Week One, and subsequently again looked like trash in Week Two. Come out and lay a beat down on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings had 61 offensive plays in this game and they passed it 55 times. Six rushing attempts. Ties in NFL low. Go ahead,
1: talk. Don't be shy. Talk about the racist Redskins.
0: Oh <laughs> Alex Smith, your savior. <sighs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, so the Niners traded him and the Chiefs traded him and now he's on the Redskins. <laughs> Quando. Half an inch. Alright, so Melina and Dan are doing the running
0: on the show.
1: <laughs> running on the show! <laughs> but, anyways, did the Redskins win? I don't know. Against who? Let me look it up real quick. Um, I don't I care about the Redskins, phone. so I don't pay attention to Yeah, you A real football
2: fan would pay attention to all the teams
0: lena how many football games have you watched this year?
2: None. I'm not a football fan.
0: Oh, the Petskins beat the Packers by two touchdowns. Wow.
2: Though so I, yeah, I can just. Oh wait, right let's talk
1: about that shitty fucking call.
0: No, we're not there yet, Starro. We have like eight more games to touch on real quick. Yeah, I don't
1: give a shit. We should mention every shitty fucking ref call.
0: They're all Except shitty. For
1: those awesome ones in the Oregon game.
0: I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs> stop this now. There'll be a momentary silence here. <laughs> and a DDT. That'll fucking kill you. I'm
2: fucking kill you. <laughs> We're not
0: talking about the Redskin game because they don't matter. Come We're not talking about the Giants game. let's
2: talk about it. They don't
0: matter. Dolphins are 3 0. No, Raiders are 0 3. That game doesn't really matter that much. They beat
1: the Green Bay Packers who don't.
0: Well that. The Eagles had Carson Wentz come back and they won by four. You got the the nine to six defensive game we touched on already. Uh-huh. Panthers yeah. beat the Bengals in Carolina by ten. That's pretty predictable. Ravens oh, beat the Broncos that's in, in that's Baltimore, and they're pretty, that's pretty good. Good. Here's the Saints going over 40 points again to win a game, but they gave up 37, and they have, like, really the worst got it all defense. All there. Them, you guys were a God, they, If it wasn't for Drew Brees throwing touchdown passes all over the place, they would never. That was. In. Did you see Drew Brees' spin move at, like,
1: 40 years old?
0: <laughs> it was beautiful.
1: He's oh like, I'm a quarterback. They can't touch me. I'm going to do a spin move, and they're not, they're not really going to tackle me because they know they can't yeah. me. Circle, yeah. circle, yeah. circle, 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 button. circle, circle. Button. Circle, 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 circle. Have so you seen it? the Oh. Go right. ahead. Have you seen the new things on Facebook where they're like tackling the quarterback and they're pulling out the air mattress? <laughs>
0: like the, uh, we're the guy's think... got the got the quarterback in <laughs> we're the air talk and about they slide much... in an air
1: mattress and he lays the quarterback down. <laughs> <laughs> <We're talking about laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Who was it that said it's all about the quarterback and and everybody else? Well I showed Steve the one. Is the only Richard
1: one Sherman they really care about. I Richard showed... Sherman actually put out a post, a tweet saying they only care about the quarterback. They don't care about the rest of us. He's not wrong. He's not.
0: No. For once in not a all. long time, I actually agree with Richard mm-hmm. Sherman. He's not wrong. I
1: agree that he's injured for the hamstring injury for about three or four weeks. I like that. Like, come to San Fran, get injured. <laughs> no, give the that, show a- that's
0: where all people go to die, San Francisco.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> give the show a treat and um,
0: call your brother and talk about San Francisco. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on the phone. <laughs> the Monday night game, which is the Steelers and the Bucks. It it's yeah.
1: magic who was only half of Fitzmagic.
0: We haven't talked about the Rams and Chargers. We haven't talked about Saints and Falcons. We haven't talked about Broncos, Ravens. We haven't talked about Bears, Cardinals, which we're not going to anyway. The
1: Bears. Dude, the Bear. I'm sorry. Khalil Mack is a fucking beast.
0: Patriots, Lions. We kind of touched like, them. Like, we're the right Raiders. Here.
1: We're going to give up our best fucking linebacker for a third-round pick. The,
0: that's John Gruden being a fucking idiot. Yeah.
1: John Gruden has lost seven games in a row. Well, yeah. His first three and his last four from 2008. Yeah,
0: he's on like a fucking 12-year losing streak right now. I watch ESPN all day, don't worry. I paid paid for Even it. Even
1: in, in the morning.
0: Yeah, I get home from work well, the day and turn on the ESPN TV. and watch us It's like, like ESPN. watching the morning ESPN. news ESPN. for people. <laughs>
1: You had to put it on that shit, because I only ever put it on 735 or 736, oh, no. it's not the English shit. That fucker is sharp.
2: Most <laughs> mornings I put it on, oh. it gets kind of political.
1: It is sharp. I know, I hate that shit. Don't oh, you yeah. hate that shit on first take lately? Are you good at To sharpening? where, like, they fucking start talking politics on accident. fucking first take. I messed
0: it all up. You just have to be really, really, you have to get the stone good and wet. And fuck ESPN, it. it's really, fucking
1: really, Disney-o. Fuck. Really flat file. Yeah, I was you needed, to you just and I was stoned out camping and not paying attention I yeah, and I had totally taken the geometry. So off. we had the Monday night game, which the Steelers won. Fuck the Steelers. They had more rings than the Cowboys. Um,
0: they had more rings than anybody. So it's fuck me. like you. They give us curses. What people like me? I do not talk bad about them unless it's me and you. Okay, Where are you a LeBron <laughs> fan now? No, get get the fuck out anyway. <laughs> 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 but he's
1: still not yet, not yet. But I respected
0: and what he said the other day, so therefore, at least he came you out and are admitted. Are going to
2: be a LeBron fan?
1: Okay. okay, what else we got?
0: All right, let's go ahead and talk about the Monday night game between the Steelers. And oh, the Steelers.
1: Uh, a whole half of Fitz magic and a a half of Fitz
0: shit. No, Fitz tragic.
1: That is so true. And Tragically, 20, he, he threw president. three fucking interceptions on three. I love him because he comes out and he looks like Conor McGregor without all the tattoos. He
0: bor—he does! He borrowed fucking Deshaun Jackson's fucking gold, gold, gold chains. chains. And he had his fucking sunglasses and like a jacket. He, has to, he, he, he had he has his, to, his chest hair hanging out. He looked just like Conor McGregor all fucking ready for a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> He's just up there. And they're just the like, hair. what part of that's yours? He's like, just the chest hair. Just chest hair. <laughs> It's so a guy to borrow Deshaun Jackson stuff. He's like, thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> so so <laughs> I'm to borrow
1: this to do my interview.
0: <laughs> I mean, tra- Fitz Tragic in the first half, Fitz ma- fits Magic in the second half, but you got to look at the fact that he has become the first NFL quarterback in NFL history to throw three straight 400-yard games. And that, ladies and gentlemen... He
1: threw 50 fucking passes. He better have thrown 400 yards. See,
0: it's a feat. Regardless of whether he threw eight passes or 800 passes, 400 yards in three games in a row is amazing. It's never been done before. And think of all the big names that have come through this league. Yes, and
1: how many times has he done that in his 12-year career?
0: Guys that could really chuck the ball. You know? How
2: many times has anybody done that in their 12-year career?
1: Well He's any, done it one time.
0: Anybody not named Fitzpatrick Fitz has done, done it, it never.
1: Huh? Fitzpatrick, who we're talking about? Yeah. He has done a one 400-yard game before this year. In yeah. The first three games of this year, he's thrown for four hundred yards three times. He's
0: never really been known as a guy who gets a lot of yards. He's always kind of been known as that kind of a risky risk taker sort of risky risker. To
2: why is he all of a sudden? in Because the he's line a, a like bona fide
1: fucking backup quarterback.
0: Because yeah, well, because who there's got this, injured? nobody got injured. Yeah, nobody, Somebody the, got suspended. He's,
1: he's the one who plays for uh, Tampa Bay because the quarterback that felt up or did something to a uh, Uber driver
0: oh. got suspended for three games. Oh.
1: So he was the backup quarterback, so he had to start, and he's playing out of his mind.
0: Oh, Crab Legs Winston oh, well, decides nice. to fucking start so the Uber driver, gets putting himself
1: the starting quarterback suspended. that's handsy with Uber drivers <laughs> back in. Which is, that's the reason there's a story.
0: Well, he's oh. not coming back in.
1: No, they're not. They're, he's he's able to come back, he's able to start this next week, and they're like, mm, you're going to be the backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: with good reason. Jameis Winston needs but to prove he still himself. still gets
1: his contract. Like, right? he's a great player, but. You know, you gotta be a great player and a good person.
0: James James Winston needs to prove himself <laughs> that not not on the field. He needs to prove himself off the field that he can behave because there is a litany of things that he has done throughout his high he school, stole college the crab and football when he was in college
1: He went to a, whatever some restaurant
0: and stole
1: crab legs and then he Is went, this the
2: Uber squeezy guy? Yeah,
1: yeah, the Uber Squeezy guy. Yeah, we'll call him that. Uber squeezy guy Winston. Yeah. And so,
2: he, but he still gets his contract, right?
1: Oh, well, he gets his money no matter what, but he's playing major
0: well, fines for all the. shit. That's not true. So his suspended games the will not be paid.
2: But he gets his... Yeah, he, he doesn't get paid for so the suspended games. That'll be taken out of his contract. starting quarterback pay. He'll yeah. will get to sit on the bench. Yeah. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty much looking at the fact that he may never be a starting quarterback in the NFL again if Fitzpatrick continues on the way he's been playing. Yeah, but he's not gonna Regardless of the days. fact that they lost the game on Monday night by three points, you know Fitzpatrick showed a lot of fucking moxie coming back in the second half, coming back, bringing him back. They did not allow the Steelers to score at all in the second half of that game. So uh, I think you got to give a little leeway. He had a bad half, but out of the six halves of so football he's played this year, he's had one bad half. He just has to be more consistent and show himself, continue on throwing passes and putting him in places where Mike Evans can catch him and run for days. And he'll never get swapped out for Winston. It's in Fitzpatrick's hands. He, he's got to go from Fitz Tragic to Fitz, P- Fitz Magic, and he's got to stay Fitz Magic.
2: <laughs>
0: if Fitz Tragic comes back out, then we're going to have to be subjected to James Winston again. and He can't well, do
1: those fucking...
0: He can't throw it down throws. the field. He can't heave it down the field and put it where it needs to be.
1: He's not accurate.
0: No. He's a first-round pick. He's he's a number one overall pick.
1: Yeah, the greatest Oregon Ducks game ever was when they destroyed him.
0: I damn near shed a tear.
1: That was a great game. You that was in, the Rose Bowl. You went in and fucking thinking, in. oh, man, they got a shot. And then you know, What they, year was that?
0: Uh, that was 2014. 2015, I want to say. 2014. Mario has been in the league. This is his third or fourth season now. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, 2014. So,
0: yeah, it was the year that they went to the, uh, ended up losing to Ohio State. And oh, National that, yeah. I think that never beats Ohio State. Stavros was born in Ohio, but he doesn't even remember what I Ohio love it. Like. Yeah, he
2: lived there for, like, three years. But his, he, he claims it. oh, Oh!
0: Where's Alexa Bliss when you need her to make fun of Stopper? Oh, I love it, too. That made my dick heart. Okay, anyways, <laughs> on to the next topic that we want to talk a little bit about, and that's going to be the top 25 teams in college football. We'll start out, obviously, with Alabama. We all know they're the number one team. They've shown they were the number one team. They've destroyed everybody in their path. They took out Texas A&M with relative ease. So... We don't need to say much about them other than the fact that I know Stavro hates them because, well, Big Will likes them, and it is what it is. No, I
1: don't hate them because Will likes them. You
0: hate them because they're better than Ohio State.
1: No, I hate them because Melissa likes them. Oh, well, that's a great oh, reason oh, to Melissa,
0: hate
2: them.
1: yeah, it's a total relevant reason. Anyways,
0: uh, number two. I have
1: black fucking family. I'm like, why do you always say the black side of your family? You don't hear me say the Greek side of my family and the Indian side of my family. Because they don't have any basketball,
2: football, or any teams. No, like... If the Greeks had a really good football team, you'd be like, that's my team. Because <laughs> I'm Greek. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's the
1: Greek <laughs> side. Spiritus
0: Ares! <series>. Oh.
2: <laughs> yes, Spiritus
1: The Golden Greek. Don't you get it wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to change my character's name on GTA to that.
2: (laughs) That's why I like the Redskins.
1: (laughs) Because you're racist.
2: I'm Indian. (laughs) God, did you get that?
1: Jeez. You're not Indian. You're the milkman's daughter.
0: You are blonde, and that doesn't make sense.
1: Actually, uh, my uh, Aunt Lenora was blonde, and she was the middle kid as well. Yeah. So it fits perfectly.
0: Okay, so you got the number two Clemson. They uh, had a pretty easy state, pretty easy game. They rolled through a non-conference weak opponent. Um, the game that really irritated me, as a, as a duck fan, it actually hurt because I feel like my the team that I root for is better than they showed out for the last. 25 minutes of that game they the first 24 uh, 30 minutes of the game they absolutely handed Stanford their ass on a silver platter asked them if they wanted some extra forks and knives to cut that shit up cuz they were destroying them 24/7 at the half we get the ball uh, we're running down the field we get a great running play the Player touches the pylon before the ball crosses. College football, that's dead ball where the ball's at, unlike the pros where the pylon is just there <coughs> and out of bounds until you touch. So the touchdown was called back, and subsequently the Ducks fumble the ball and is picked up by a Portland kid. He runs it back for a, a huge touchdown, a momentum swinging touchdown. Uh, the Ducks, again, get the ball back, and they're unable to do a lot with it. They end up punting the ball. Stanford subsequently just steamrolls down the field to, to score another touchdown. The Ducks have an opportunity to uh, squ- squat on the ball towards the end, end up uh, having a freshman run the ball, and he tries to do a little too much and ends up fumbling the ball. Stanford recovers it, and they're able to punch down the field and kick a, kick a game-tying field goal. Um, the game was tied at thirty-one going into the uh, overtime period. Stanford uh, lost the toss. De- subsequently choose to defer. Stanford comes out. They got a lot of big tight ends, a lot of tall receivers. They kind of do that basketball play, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they do always big. do. They always
1: have good tight ends.
0: And so you know, Stanford does what they do, what they've done for a long time. And no disrespect to Stanford, they're a great program, but I feel like. The Ducks squandered away an opportunity there to, to take the lead in the Pac twelve North and have a have a good opportunity at you know continuing through the season maybe with an undefeated record until they would play a team like maybe Washington or Utah somebody with enough talent to take them out. Um, the better team won because they won the game Stanford, but uh, and and by the ranks they're the better team. It was a seventh rank Stanford Cardinal versus the. 20th ranked Ducks. What are the Ducks ranked right now? Uh, i have to look that up. Give me one moment uh, to look that up.
1: Yeah, because um, it changes what every Well, they, they, they had a really good game against a really high-ranked team, so they might have not dropped that far. <clears throat> I don't
2: understand
0: whatever
1: here.
2: metric they use. It's
0: not a metric. It's a coach's poll until the BCS starts in Week 5. It is a metric. No, no ma'am, it is not.
2: It is coaches.
1: the Matrix. This is what it is. No, it's up to a computer. You, yeah,
0: the Matrix. And the Matrix fucks it up every year. They're
1: like, well, Alabama's number one. Exactly. Uh, Oregon dropped
0: yeah, two. Sp- no, no, no. Oregon dropped two spots in the poll from 20th to 22nd, which I think Ooh. that's pretty consistent with, with what's happened to some of the teams that have lost already. Yeah. Uh, I'm not upset with their ranking where they are. They're still top 25. They still have an opportunity to prove themselves throughout the year if they can take care of business in the, they top get 12, the top ten. Th- well i think that's a little too high of an of an expectation i w- i would say i would say probably a top 15 team and, ho- and hopefully maybe just a decent bowl but they have to take care of business in order to get there and part of that would be to take care of washington who hasn't been looking that great as of yet but as you can tell or as you know Football is one of those days where any given game, any given team can win a game depending on the outcome. Who has of better happens.
1: steroids,
2: yeah. What What game is this in the season for the Ducks?
0: Uh, they, uh, that was week three. Yeah. Or right. week four, excuse me, week four.
1: Yeah, got to talk about that tough game fucking Ohio State. I'm sorry, the Ohio State had against Tulane. You had it right the first time. Uh,
0: no, the. No, I will never.
1: I've heard him say it, he just won't admit it. He, he was drunk one time.
0: <coughs> Anyways.
1: It's all good. Don't worry.
0: Let me get back to my scores on... He
1: was mumbling on dicks as he said it. <laughs> the only
0: one around here who puts dicks in their mouth is... Well, he's Greek.
1: Yes. Your boys don't mind. Don't worry. That'll be... That a is <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> just sunk in there for yes. a... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in your dick next time you say something like that. What'd you so say? gross! What'd you say?
1: I don't
2: even. Does <laughs> <not> <laughs> bear repeating? No. You should just rewind See, that. I love my <laughs> friends can
0: take it, my family can't. All, right, all you know, in all, we had a pretty decent weekend though. of football. It was entertained quite well by multiple multitude of games. I mean, the early morning games when. Uh, what
1: about Virginia Tech?
0: What about Virginia Tech? They lost to a scrub team. They don't deserve any airtime. No,
1: that was bunk. No, their coach was so pissed. It was beautiful.
0: I'm sorry, but you know, I, I really enjoyed watching parts of that Oklahoma Army game where they were sort of tied up the whole time, and it was a battle, and an Army ended up losing in overtime to Oklahoma. Uh, that was a that was a decent game to watch. I, I was really enthralled with how you know much, those guys, those boys from the Army, they were, they, they were on they were impressive, and I'm impressed by them, and I want to, I hope to continue to be impressed. I think Nebraska loses too. Nebraska loses to anybody that's on the other side of the field. Damn
1: it, I was trying to give Kevin some love.
0: I'm sorry, but they're 0-3. Scott Frost <laughs> hasn't won a game yet, and I believe they lost to Michigan. Oh, okay. So
1: they, they, lost they
0: lost to Michigan at the Big House, and I believe it was a trouncing. Alright, anyways, the Redskin fan's leaving, so now we can get back to our show. (laughs) (laughs) About
1: them Lakers.
0: About them Lakers. (laughs) Well, ESPN seems to think they're gonna win 53 games this year, and I just about fucking choked on my morning drink when (laughs) I heard that. Choked on my
1: morning wood.
0: Anyways. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of teams that they seem to just be overlooking that have been in the Western Conference for a really long time, putting together decent teams to try to combat the uh, monster in in San Francisco. The monster among men? Known as Braun Golden State Strowman.
1: Oh, God, Golden State Strowman.
0: <laughs> I mean, he they walk into the arena, and they just go, whoa! Well, that's what they do. They just uh, come out, I they was, flex. Dude, and I was again. watching the jump
1: today. They're talking about fucking... Kevin Durant going to
0: the Knicks? I'm like, oh, God. What See the fuck? Stephen Smith is over there going to have a coronary if Kevin Durant shows up to the Knicks. Oh, dude. <laughs> Anyways. No, uh, it was on that high noon show. Yeah, Bomani and, and uh, uh, Pablo. I, I, I
1: like Bomani. I, no, I don't like Bomani. I like that other little Asian or Pablo or
0: whatever the fuck he is. Uh, I, I think he's Filipino and... and whatever else, uh Mexican. Or maybe he's, no, he said he wasn't Mexican. His oh, he's last a Mexican, name is, not a Mexican. His last name is Gomez, uh-huh. but he's not a Mexican. It's confusing, but hey, I, I like his... I like their banter. I like how they kind of work out. Nah, I
1: never liked like, Bomani. No matter what show they put him on, I don't
0: like him. Nah, yeah, I'm not like a huge fan of Bomani, but I don't dislike him. There's a couple guys that I don't really like to listen to too much, and... Um, uh, on some of those shows, Around the Horn. Uh, I don't really like the uh, the old man from Boston. He kind of just gets under my skin. Now you know a who bit. I
1: love? Fucking what's his face face's old man on highly questionable.
0: Oh, Dan Levitard's dad, Poppy Levitard. <laughs>
1: Poppy Levitard. I fucking He's crossing all the time, getting bleeped,
0: flipping shit off. <laughs> Has a fucking banana, like fake fruit on the desk, into the banana's is his phone, so. It, in the middle of the show, he'll, he'll be make like, these Hello? fake phone calls. <laughs> it's
1: Fred Hoiberg. What's up, Fred? <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dan Levitard's daddy. He, he always gets bleeped too. It's fucking yeah, great. And he, and they I have fucking him, love
0: him. They have him read rap lyrics, sort of like in the breaks. It's like he's an old man with a Cuban accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's
1: fucking priceless, dude.
0: <laughs> it's so good.
1: I don't mind Dan Levitard, but he fucking oh. Uh, He's
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of enjoyable people that are on. Uh, I do enjoy turning on the, the first take in the morning. Uh, sometimes they get to where they argue too a little political. bit too much. And maybe a little bit too, too political, but... Anytime fucking Trump has
1: a problem with any sports athlete... It's all over fucking first take, and it's like, oh my God. But I God. do
0: like the dynamic between Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, and I like how Molly kind of sort of doesn't really say too much, but she interjects. just
1: looks there, sits there, and looks hot. And, well,
0: she's beautiful, but... Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, but I, I mean, she's, she's say a... Say what you
1: feel, Scoob. Say what you feel.
0: She's a proponent for women's rights, and because I respect her, I won't say what I feel. Oh,
1: you. give me a goddamn break. This is not... This is a misogyny show, do it.
0: Those cans are amazing. <laughs> Those
1: cans are amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is an anti-misogyny show. <laughs> Jalen Rose is a lucky
0: man, he just married her and well. Oh, that son man. of a bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know about that, did you? Yeah, Jalen Rose is wrecking that shit probably right now. Cause what time <sighs> is it right now? It's like midnight in New York right now, yeah, they're getting down. Motherfucker. Anyways. Uh, well, I don't know she... what happened to Michelle Beadle on that Get Up show, but I haven't seen her on there for a long time. I always like Michelle Beadle,
1: even though she's like a Spurs fan, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, but, she's a hardcore Spurs fan. you got to respect that shit. Yeah, she
0: is, and, and she always likes to talk bad about the Blazers when the Spurs player, and that kind of irritates me a little bit, but you got to kind of expect that from the nation, national people. They're not going to talk about the Blazers in a good light unless we're, you know. The JL Blazers. Or we're the 1992 Blazers that made it to the finals type deal. That's the only time we're going to get a lot of love. We, Damian Lillard doesn't get as much love as he deserves. CJ McCollum doesn't. But here's my fucking... Here's my... uh Here's my advice for the Portland Trailblazers. Take CJ McCollum. Myers Leonard. Call up Minnesota. Trade CJ over to uh, Minnesota. Get the kings involved because they've been talking about wanting to take on a bad contract send myers leonard to sacramento and send a draft pick from sacramento to minnesota to make that deal happen and get me jimmy butler because there's a man who can play defense on just about any two he's six five six six guard he can shoot and he's one of those guys that's going to fire up his teammates and try to get the best defensively out of all the guys around him. And what Portland really needs right now being in the West is a little bit of defense at that guard McCollum. So I don't care. I don't think it matters what Tim T- Tim T- Tom Thibodeau <laughs> Tom wants. Tom
1: Thibodeau. That's a hard fucking name. It's not a hard <laughs> name.
0: I just had other people on my mind. What really matters... Tim that- Tebow? <laughs> Tim. Tim Tebow was not on my mind. What really matters is oh. what the owner of Minnesota wants, and he just wants to get rid of Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler asked for a trade. He's he, like, I don't
1: fucking want to be here with these young kids who have no heart.
0: He said, the owner said straight up he wants to trade Jimmy Butler before the start of training camp. Well, that already happened, so we're talking about, you know, I think a trade is imminent within the next few days, and uh, I would love to see Jimmy Butler in a blazer uniform. What do you think of that, Star well, Jimmy
1: Butler's going to go to the New
0: England Patriots. <laughs> I think Sabro's had one too many tonight, folks. I think that's how we're going to end it. Should be better to the New England yeah. Anyways, no, we're not ending there because there's still a lot of show left. Um, we do have the upcoming Blazer season coming up. Uh, I am a, a season ticket holder of the Blazer, so I will be spending a lot of time at the Moda Center. Uh, Being drunk and angry. Um, well, no, see, the thing is, is I don't get drunk uh-huh. because I have to drive home, and while well, Drinking and driving is bad. At least around here, it is. Shh. He's lying. There's no lie. I don't mm-hmm. drink and drive. I smoke and drive. Much oh. Better.
1: Anyways. Yeah, that makes you so much better.
0: Um. <laughs> I swear to God, Starbuck turned into a fucking judgmental Christian before he came <laughs> on. <to my laughs> I mean, this guy has been judging me this whole fucking nah. show. I can't get him off my back. Yeah, uh, it's a sweet ass. Don't worry. I I'm, I've been told that. Anyways, so we have this upcoming Blazer season coming up. We're, obviously, we're stuck in the mess that's called the Western Conference of the NBA. Where Catastrophe. 75% of the NBA's talent actually resides. Uh, and, you know, 100% of the not-talented people in the uh, NBA. They're over in the East Conference, where it's a lot easier to get through. Uh, there are some good teams in the East, don't get me wrong. You got the Boston Celtics, who are my clear favorite to be in the NBA Finals out of the East this year. They're just so stacked, so talented. They got so many players that are coming back. They got a lot of players that had got a lot of time last year to develop and become better players because of injury. And they look like probably the sharpest team in the Eastern Conference to me. And then from there, it's a tie between Philadelphia and Toronto for me for the two and three seed. I, I think Philadelphia is going to take some steps this year and B is a talented man a very large individual who can defend he can shoot the three he can dribble for a seven foot two guy you got a guy like Simmons who's been working on a shot throughout the summer as well as Markel Fultz their number one pick they should get some more uh, play time out of him and and you can't forget about guys like Dario Saric JJ Redick they got some several guys on that team that Oh. Have a lot of experience, and now that they've been through a really, really play a hard tested playoff series with the Boston Celtics there in the second round.
1: Ooh, Boston Celtics look quite scary if they're fucking healthy
0: too. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier, and then and then from there you got teams like Indiana and Milwaukee that they'll be good, but in the Western Conference, class personified. Obviously, you got to start with Golden State. Somehow, some way, they signed a fifth fucking All Star player. Their goddamn fucking starting lineup when Boogie Cousins is, is healthy is going to consist of Seth Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and fucking Boogie Cousins. I'm sorry, I'm selling my Golden State tickets as fast as possible for as much money as I can get. I don't want to see that. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm not doing it. Um, you, got you got the team, Houston
1: Rockets. You got the Utah Jazz.
0: You got, you got the Houston Rockets who have probably taking a step back slightly defensively with the loss of luke and bob trevor ariza and the pickup of carmelo anthony carmelo anthony's never been a guy that's ever played much defense in his career and i don't see how Mike D'Antoni's going to get any defense out of him he's an offensive coach anyway they're all about scoring 130 points a game and outscoring anybody that's on the on the floor with them uh houston rockets could be a deadly team this year they could also take a huge step back it's kind of a up in the air to me at this point uh, you got the the addition of LeBron James in L.A. with a collective of old, tire-treaded guys like JaVale McGee and Rondo. Guys have been around Rondo, the league for a long like, time.
1: they didn't look that old against the Blazers. Look,
0: I'm not, I'm not saying he's old in the aspect of his play on the court. I'm talking about he's old, hasn't been around the league for like 11 or 12 years now. He's been around the block. A lot of these guys have. They're going to put something together probably before the trade deadline to bring in some sort of a shooting talent. Because if you look at the way the team's constructed right now, there's really not a whole lot of outside shooting outside of LeBron James. I mean, you got a guy like Lonzo uh, Ball, who's shot, needs some help. I mean, you got JaVale McGee, who probably can't shoot outside of five feet. Um, you got, uh, I like their young guys, Kuzma. I like Kuzma a lot, and uh, they got rid of Julius Randle. He's a a Pelican now, so he could help the Pelicans become a little bit of a better team there. And I just... I don't have my ceiling as high for the Lakers as other people do, and that might be a slight bias to the fact that I fucking hate the Los Angeles Lakers with every fiber of my being, but... You still gotta respect what they're doing down there, and you still gotta keep a weary eye on what they're doing. Okay, he hates the Warriors too. Don't worry, people. Oh, I absolutely hate the Golden State Warriors. Uh, He
1: loves Steph Curry though.
0: If you look at (laughs) him outside of the fact that he's buried my team,
1: what the seventeen points in the overtime?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Steph Curry set an NBA record. I was in-house for that. Uh, I was actually on the side that he was shooting towards behind the basket, and it felt like he was shooting daggers straight through my heart.
1: (laughs) Straight through my heart. The
0: man is an assassin. He's a paid assassin. If you don't respect Steph Curry and literally stay inside his shorts with him, he will shoot a three on you, and he will make it. 90% of the time. He's going to make it. I mean, every fucking time he's in Portland, he's going to make it. I, I just want to cry every time he even gets Like, a I hate when he comes out, and he's having a shitty game, because you're like, oh, fuck, he's going to hit everything. Oh, he came later. back from injury. I'm going to drop 40 on Portland real quick. Like, after. I'm going to drop 40 on Portland oh, real quick. Oh, sprained MCL? Yeah. Who cares about that? I'm just going to come in and drop 40. It's no problem, right, guys? You don't know mind. I'm going to take over the game in overtime, score 17 points. Anyways, enough Golden State love, enough Steph Curry love. I fucking hate you, Curry. Your brother's on our team. I hate him, too. Fuck you. Anyways. <laughs>
1: it's like militia called me. Did we sign Steph Curry? I'm like, read the fucking name, you dumb bitch. She, well, she's dumb. <laughs> I mean,
0: anyways, then you got teams like Utah, and Utah is one of those teams that kind of does scare me just a little bit. They are in our defensively. Division. They're with Gobert. Their defense in the middle is superb. You got a seven foot two ra- uh, Rudy Gobert. He's a Frenchman. He's got a seven foot nine wingspan. Um, try to go in there and score on him. He's just going to reject that shit like a hot girl rejects a fucking bum. It's over. Anyways, you also have guys that they picked up uh, Crowder. Crowder's another one of those 3 and D guys. So they got a lot of guys like that. They got a really tall two guard, Joe Ingles. And I believe he's from Australia. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. He might be New Zealand. I, I know he's from down, down under. Joe Ingles. Uh, six foot... I want to say he's about six foot eight, and he's a shooting guard. He's kind of one of those old man. He's got that old man game, but he's got a surprising three-point shot on me, too. Donovan Mitchell, the rookie of the year, in my opinion. Oh, dude, that
1: guy was a fucking beast. Um,
0: wow. I mean, what can I say about Donovan Mitchell besides the fact that he absolutely and totally reminds me exactly of Damian Lillard in every way, shape, or form that he plays the game? And I'm he could have a career arc that's pretty similar to Damian, in my opinion. Um, and then of course you got uh, the San Antonio Spurs with DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. It's gonna be interesting to see how they work out. They're, their team dynamic might change a little bit, and they might get a little bit better. Nah, what about the Pelicans? Uh, they lost. Uh, they lose Rondo, and and they gain Julius Randle, and, and they uh, still have Holiday. Who's they sparking. still have Girou Holiday, who's an assassin, well, and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Uh, my thing about Davis, I love Davis's game. I love. I love him as a player, but he's too injury-prone. He gets hurt a lot. He rolls ankles. Did you hear
1: the news I heard today about this? What would you hear? Um, LeBron James has his own agency now, and he just signed.
0: No, LeBron James has an agent. His agent is Ron Paul, I believe his name is, and Ron Paul signed Anthony Davis. So there's this big speculation that Anthony Davis is going to go to the Lakers, but here's the deal with that. How many people do you think he represents in the NBA? Probably more players than can be on one team. So, while the opportunity is there for some collusion, maybe to make that happen, honestly, that would be between agent and player, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Unless they're together, maybe like, say, on an Olympic team or maybe a U.S. FIBA team, which is not likely for LeBron. Or they practice together. Or they practice together through the summertime. That's when that kind of stuff could happen. Yes, it is a possibility, but I don't see it as a possibility because I think the Lakers will do something uh, pre-trade deadline and that might put them in a position where they aren't able to go after a max contract. Or if they are able to go after a max contract, they're going to go after Kevin Durant, they're going to go after Klay Thompson, they're going to go after those other shooting uh, perimeter guys before they go after a guy like Anthony Davis. Klay
1: Thompson says he isn't going anywhere.
0: Well, Marcus Aldridge said he wasn't going to go anywhere, and what happened there? Players say a lot of things before things happen, but then when that opportunity comes to play in another place where maybe you might want to go because maybe your father played there, or, or maybe, you know... Oh, you, you
1: want Clay to come to
0: Portland? Well, No. Actually, I was actually referring to the fact that Michael Thompson was a Laker. But, yes, Michael Thompson was a Portland Trailblazer as well. Come on up, Clay. We'd love to have you. (laughs) We'd love to have you. But uh, I think, personally, the Lakers, you know, they're going to look to build for now. And that might actually clog their ability to do something in 2020. It's not about this year. It is not. Portland's not about this year. Portland's not about next year. Portland's about 2020. No, I'm talking about L.A. Well, I'm we'll talking about portland and la both but portland is trying to you can tell by the way they la been will in.
1: have a good run into the playoffs better than they've had in a while but that's about it
0: um personally my picks for the finals are golden state and boston and i'm pretty sure that me and about 350 million other americans feel the same way if you know anything about the game of basketball, the way they play, as long, barring injury, Cleveland and Boston are on a collision course in June. And there's not a lot that any other team can really do about it.
1: Nah. Pistons get... If uh, the the 76ers get better, I can see them.
0: I see the Eastern Conference rounding out to be Philadelphia versus... Um, boston in the uh, east conference finals and i got that as a five game series boston winning easily and the reason why i say that is because if you have a healthy Kyrie, and you have a healthy hayward and you've got a healthy tatum and you've got um you've got al horford playing up to his potential and who definitely uh, signed to a nice contract they've got uh Marcus Morris, who's you know that, oh, yeah. that edgy kind of enforcer kind of guy that you Marcus kind of need. Marcus Smart, too. They got Marcus Smart. Uh, don't forget about Jalen Brown. Uh, let's not forget about Scary Terry Rozier. I mean, yeah. they have an amazing team. And I probably didn't even name half the guys that are on that team. And They have a great roster. They've put uh, Danny Ainge, a Hillsborough guy, uh, is the GM <laughs> of Portland. <laughs> and... All right, Danny sorry, age. The GM of, of Boston, and he put together over the course of the last. We need to five fire days. Neil
1: O'Shea and get fucking Danny Age.
0: <sighs> Danny, Danny Age! If Danny Age would come, I would fucking fire anybody and bring him in. It wouldn't matter if I had uh, RC Buford from San Antonio, or if I had. Uh, what's that guy from OKC? Uh, Sam Presti. If I had any of those guys, if I had. Uh, any other good big name GM or what was that guy that got fired from Cleveland who was really good, uh, was was good with LeBron? Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, uh,
1: he used to be a player there.
0: Yeah. Um, no, it was the, the GM. Yeah, he used to be a player there. I don't remember what his name was. It'll come to me again. Man, I'll probably say something about him on the next podcast. But uh, I would get rid of anybody to bring Danny engine because what he has done with with Boston, as far as acquiring picks, making the right trades, getting rid of the right players, bringing in, bringing in big, big guys, big signings. Al Horford was a huge signing. Of course, they're the only team in the fucking East that's relevant. They have a lot of championship acclimate, and they have a really good, um, winning culture there. That like when you come to Boston, you expect to win. Boston hasn't been that great franchise. Boston Red
1: Sox, fucking, uh, let me think, New England Patriots. Last 10 years. Boston Celtics, Boston Bruins, Boston. They always win.
0: Don't forget about the fucking Patriots either.
1: New England Patriots, yes. Yes.
0: They got the Patriots, you got the Bruins, you got the Red Sox, you got the Celtics. And they've all won championships within the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of teams... A lot of towns out there that are hungry, desperate for some championship. And here in Portland, we've had a small taste of what a championship feels like. And I say small because it was an MLS championship. And also hmm. the ladies, uh, the Northwest, or what is it, NWSL, the, the National Women's Soccer League. The Portland Thorns have won two championships. Like I said, it's a small taste. It's not a pro big Huge
1: college uh, it's baseball. Not, it's not a, yeah,
0: it, well that's Corvallis, it's a little bit removed from Portland. I don't think I really felt Still like State Oregon. Oregon's a huge state. It's a big state. Yeah, you know, Corvallis is a little bit of a ways away, so to me. And and we're talking baseball, fuck's sake.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you notice that we hadn't talked about baseball at all until now? Yeah, because baseball sucks. Yeah, it's fucking late September. We're talking about pennant races, and I don't give a shit. Because we all know who's what's going to happen. The Yankees, 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 Dodgers, 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 and no other teams fucking matter. Red Sox, what? doesn't fucking matter. Fuck baseball. Anyways, back to the real sports that we've been talking about lately, and we're going to kind of circle back the wagons a little bit and continue talking about college football just a little bit here. and And uh, we'll talk about what's going to happen this coming week. And there's a big showdown, a couple big top ten showdowns that we can talk about. We got Stanford versus Notre Dame. That's going to be a big game over in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Um, Stanford's coming in off of a, a big comeback where they ended up squeaking out a win in overtime. Notre Dame's undefeated. Uh, they're I believe ranked seventh and eighth. And uh, what do you think the outcome of that game is going to be? Knowing that it's played in in uh, Notre Dame and and that, uh, if it was played in Notre Dame twenty years ago, it would have mattered. So what's your pick on that? Stanford. You you're gonna take Stanford? What do you take? Them Easily by ten. Stanford by ten. Okay, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Notre Dame by a field goal. Um, I think they have showed a resolve in Notre Dame. They have two quarterbacks that they're playing, so they have sort of two different styles they can throw at them. And Stanford, let, let me be honest with you, they looked vulnerable against the Ducks. And the Ducks have a high-powered offense, but they, the defense of the Ducks uh, really showed me something. Against Stanford, they can be stopped. I'm not quite as familiar with Notre Dame's front line. I don't know how big those guys are. But Stanford had a problem with the Ducks' defensive line because those guys are all pretty big. You know, the Ducks, they learned from those national championship losses and some of those big game losses. They went out and they got themselves some big linemen averaging about three. Ohio
1: versus Penn State. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. The Ohio State versus Penn State. I was getting to that. Uh, We got another top ten showdown. It's going to be the... uh, Ohio State Buckeyes. The Ohio State. They're going to be facing off with the Penn State Nittany Lions. And that's, that game's going to be in Death Valley, Pennsylvania. So, in that game, as you know, I hate Ohio State. I got State. fucking
1: Ohio State by 47.
0: Okay, well, if they don't win by 47, that automatically makes it a win for me. So. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to take Penn State by, uh, by a touchdown. So, I'm going to go with Penn State, the home team. Penn State has played Ohio State very tough over the last four or five seasons, whether they've had a good team or not. They're not Michigan State. That's the only one I'm truly worried about. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you about Michigan State. They've already lost. They lost to Arizona State. Isn't that uh, What's-his-face his team now? Dungy's? No, not Dungy. Herman Edwards. Oh, Herman Edwards, that's right. Herman Edwards. So... If I'm Ohio State, I'm I'm still worried about Michigan State because it's always a tough team. I'm a little worried about Michigan. They've been kind of showing out a little bit. But the team that actually scares me the most, if I'm Ohio State, is Penn State because Penn State has traditionally played, played them really tough. It's a really tough place to go into and get a win. Uh, it's a 100,000-plus crowd. you got a lot of... A lot of students there, you know, you, it's really loud. It's a, t- it's a tough place to go in and get a win. Um, personally, I don't like Ohio State. I don't like their coach. I don't like the bullshit that happened with the program over the summer just before um, the game started up. It was sort of, to me, like it was really bad timing. It kind of took away the focus from the kids. And while I don't like Ohio State, the kids. they're still kids when they're in college, man. Actually, they're adults. 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. They're they're adults, legally. They're amateur athletes. And while they may be Amateur, underpaid athletes, yes. They still still have to abide by by NCAA regulations. And adults
1: have to go by rules, so that would make them adults.
0: Nobody follows rules, Stavro. That's why we have coaches fucking not firing dudes for domestic violence. And coaches watching money come in... All this bullshit happening, recruiting. If we so are finally
1: trying to stop the thing that had been going on for 50 years, 60, 70, 80, 90 years?
0: Here's what I say. I don't care if they're recruiting violations. The kids still got a sign on the dotted line to go to that college. He still has to show up and make the team. Regardless of talent level. So to me personally, I could care less. I wish they'd pay the players a small amount. We're of money. the only
1: country that doesn't pay our amateur players.
0: I didn't ask to be born in the beautiful fucking freedom of the United States of America. Freedom's not free, and it's not free either. You're not free. But anyways. You're not free, and we're not the freest country. Anyways. Personally, I want to see a little bit of chaos this year in the college football. Uh, collectively, it just, to me, it makes it better. I mean, honestly, it's kind of boring. We already all know... Pretty much what the playoff teams are going to be.
1: Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and
0: somebody else. Either Oklahoma or a team like out of the Pac-12. Maybe if a team comes out of the Pac-12. UCLA?
1: Oh, wait, no. If a team comes out (laughs) of the
0: Pac-12 undefeated, like a Stanford, ends up going undefeated, I could see them making it in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I Washington made it in last year, but I don't see that happening. Not this year. Um, because they showed up to Alabama's game and, well, rolled over and opened up the buttholes and said, gate me because <laughs> they didn't even – they left the goose egg on the scoreboard. Okay? Yeah. Show up and don't score any points. That looks bad on the conference and it makes it so the, the, the uh, selection committee looks down upon your conference. Uh, they're still humans and they still are fallible, so, you know, uh, give them all the info that you want and they still won't give you the best four teams, in my opinion. They never do. We bitch every year. <laughs> so, uh, college football, Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. I'm hoping to uh, get another uh, W put up for the Ducks. I believe they got a, a Cal team in California. It'll be their first road game. It's a big test for them. We'll see what happens there. Um, Ohio State a big road game uh, tough sledding for both our teams this, this week but I think uh, the possibility for them to get a victory is just as uh, it's it's there Ohio State probably has a better probability of uh, beating Penn State but I'm still going to ride with Penn State on this one uh, plus the 47 points Stoffer is me I'm going
1: to Lantar and they win my 47 points <laughs>
0: that'll be a feat right there
1: oh god that'll be awesome
0: (sighs) um another upcoming event we got going on here pretty soon we got the the super showdown coming up here I believe it's uh next weekend uh the first weekend of of October yeah we'll do a podcast on that don't worry um looking forward to that and then uh the other thing I'm looking forward to is getting caught up on NXT and uh other than that, Cowboys losing this weekend again. Woohoo! Let's see who they see play See if the Patriots can go for three game losers. Let's streak. see who they play this weekend. I, I don't think they're going to lose this weekend, but I'm going to. What, do they got a bye week? <laughs> 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 wow, ripping on his own team. That's beautiful. <clears throat> they have the Lions, and well, the Lions on the road in. in uh, Dallas, yeah, Houston and Dallas, Dallas
1: doesn't have a good winning record in that new stadium. Yeah,
0: the Lions are going to win. Okay, well, I'm going to take the Cowboys on that one, actually. Um, I think that they'll put a little something together. The Lions had a great game against the Patriots. They're due for a letdown. Um, I I look at I see that being a, a Cowboy victory. Uh, let me look up the NFL schedule so we can look at some of the other games, maybe make some predictions and see how shitty we do. Okay, all right. Uh, What is it, week four? Yeah, week four. All right, we got Vikings and Rams. It's going to be in L.A. I'm going to take the Rams on that one. Um, Vikings, they get their running back back. They might get a little bit more uh, balance to their offense, but the Rams have arguably the two best uh, defensive tackles in the game. And uh, they have a great defense, so I'm, I'm going to take the Rams on that one. Vikings. Uh, Star will take the Vikings. Got Texans and Colts. Texans are 0-3. Um, they haven't particularly played Which long. loser do you want to go for? I'm going for the Colts. Well, I'm going to take the Colts on that one as well because I think the Texans are just going to continue to lose. You got Bills and Packers. 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 Are, com- Packers are coming off of a loss on the road to the Redskins. Uh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked great. We don't quite know just the severity Alex of game. Alex with talent. Matthews is going to take a quarterback's head off. I'm going to take Matthews to get a fourth straight game in a row with a, a roughing the passer penalty. That isn't really roughing a passer. And and I'm going to take the Packers by by I'm going to take them by two touchdowns. Man, I don't, don't care go. about that. Uh, Buccaneers and Bears, that's going to be a tough game for Bucks Magic. Oh no, i got to go with the Bears. Um, Fucking Mac is playing out of his mind. It's in Chicago. I'm going to take the Buccaneers by, by three on that one. Uh, Dolphins and Patriots. Patriots. Dolph- Dolphins are 3 and 0, Patriots are 1 and 2. That game's going to be in New England. New England's got to win. Mm, I'm going to take the Dolphins to go 4 nah. 0. New England's going to deflate the balls and win. Let's go. Um, we already did Lions-Cowboys. Um, let's go. Uh, we got the Bengals, and they're in Atlanta to take on the Falcons. It's a dome game. So, whether... Well, Atlanta, they're, they're off good. and
1: on. They were off last week. They'll be on this one. I'm going
0: to take the Bengals to get the job done there. Um, I just... think The Bengals are coming off of a loss in Carolina. Andy Dalton's been playing pretty well. They're, they're receiving core. A.J. Green... Is a question. He's got a slight groin injury. We're not sure if he'll play. But I'll still take the Bengals. Uh, the next game is a gimme. Both me and Stauber are going to take the Jaguars on this because the Jets are terrible. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The that Jets quarterback's going to get welcome to the gonna, NFL. They're going to travel to Jacksonville to play the Jags. I'm going to take the Jags. Uh, you got the Eagles. They're going to go to Nashville. They're going to take on the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles by... Three, they, they got Carson Wentz back. I'll take fucking
1: Mariota. Fuck it.
0: All right. So we got Browns and Raiders. I'm taking Cleveland to tie. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm
1: pulling Cleveland get a back-to-back wins.
0: Uh Seahawks and Cardinals. It's in Arizona. Cardinals are bad. Rosen's getting a start. Rosen will get his first start. He'll get welcomed to the NFL by the Seahawks defense. I'm going to take the Seahawks to win that game. Saints and Giants. It's in Meadowlands. Saints. I'm going to take the Saints because they just outscored everybody. The Giants, well, they can't really score that well. Eli's no. not doing that well. So, to me, that's a gimme. That's a Saints victory. Um, 49ers are going to play the Chargers. It's going to be in L.A. Ball. Chargers, sadly,
1: because <laughs> Niners lost in the 30 <laughs>
0: quarter And then you got the Ravens. They're going to be taking a trip to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'm going to take the Ravens in that game. Pittsburgh has not looked that good to me. They're 1-1-1. Tied with the Browns. They've kind of had some off-the-field issues. It looks like they've tried to pan it out a little bit, but they didn't look great in the second half against the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Ravens to go in Heinz Field and take care of business against the Steelers. Uh, Monday night game uh, is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to be going to Denver take on the Denver Broncos and this all I gotta say is go Lynn <laughs> well here's what I'd be got. the Chiefs bro here's what I got to say and it may not be a popular pick but the Broncos have a really good defense and there that's a divisional game so if the Chiefs are going to win that game it's gonna be a squeak out I'm gonna pick them by three.
1: Oh, I think Andy Reid's gonna coach up that quarterback dude
0: Oh, he's got thirteen touchdown passes, but the Broncos are a tough defense to play. They've got Hey Vaughn if they can Miller. happen. Injuries can happen. They've got Vaughn Miller. And uh what's the what's what's the guy they brought in? Um rookie they just drafted him. That
1: fucking big old D T.
0: Yeah, they got two great uh, pass rushers. It's gonna be tough for, for Mahomes, but he's mobile. Again I'm gonna take the Chiefs to win that game, but only by three. And uh, that would be the end of the NFL schedule for next week. Week what, four or five? That's going to be week four in the NFL. And then after week four, we're going to start having some buys. So not every team will play every week. But uh, I am going to take, let's see. Uh, if, If I had to pick an upset, my upset pick would be the Lions to take out the Cowboys. Patriots, an upset. Uh, upset. Patriots getting upset by the Dolphins. Okay. All
1: right, because I hope, because I hate Dio that much.
0: <laughs>
1: Los patriotos. <laughs> fuck the Patriots, D- no, yeah, that's I got. My name's Ryan. I gotta sell out to every corporation ever to put out my shit on the radio and suck dick and jerk off at the same fucking time to fucking iHeartRadio or whatever the fuck he's on. Right, oh, yeah, go. Spotify, that's right. I forgot. I can go on my Spotify and listen to my shitty fucking voice.
0: <laughs> I need you to send me a link for that. <laughs> send me a Spotify link for that. It's <laughs> Spotify. I got premium Spotify. I don't even have to listen to the commercials. We'll
1: suck on your balls if you listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's the fucking show. <laughs>
0: Tune in next week if you want to hear some more of Stavro and Scuba, mostly Stavro talking over Scuba, and then uh, oh, mostly Scuba. Not shutting the fuck up. Anyways,
1: <laughs> somebody's got to keep this fucking show
0: moving along because we know you're half cocked coming over
1: here. Mm-hmm. I'm, dude. I'm the comic relief. I am not the lead. I have never
0: been the lead. That's always been Ryan. Well, on the sports show, that's gonna be me. And if you don't like it, then don't tune in. But please tune in. That's going to conclude our episode for tonight. Look forward to us. Hopefully we'll get another one in after week four of the NFL and week five of the college football season. and talk. Fuck the Patriots.
1: This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.